gosh, no, this has been fun. Denny, no, you're not a douche. Dizman's Radio, episode 579, starts in three, two, Welcome back to Diz Runs Radio, where I talk with runners from all corners of the running world about running, life, and everything in between. I'm your host, Denny Cray, and it's just about time to head out the door for an easy run and a great conversation. So if you're ready, then I'm ready. Let's get started. Hey guys, uh, real quick before we dive into today's episode, just want to take a minute and uh, thank a few folks who have uh, navigated their way through iTunes slash the Apple Podcast app and have left reviews for the show. Um, as I've said before, as I'll say again, I'm a pretty big uh, drinker of the Apple Kool-Aid, but uh, leaving a review for a podcast is a pain. So uh, I know it's not easy. I know that not everybody necessarily is uh, an, an Apple fanboy like I am. So if you're one of those one of those people that listen on on, uh, on an Android device, um, it's cool. We, we can still be friends. Uh, and you can always leave a review on Stitcher or Google Play or wherever. But uh, for those that uh, you know take the time, go through through the Apple process to leave a review, uh, you get a special little piece of my heart and a little bit of, of debt as well. And uh, as such, a couple of folks that I... Would like to thank who've left reviews in the last uh, several weeks. Um, one from uh, E. Susan, who says, I love the energy. My son and I listen to the podcast together. Uh, I asked my son if he wanted to listen to a couple of others, and he said, no, nah, I like this guy. He has a lot of energy that keeps me into it. Well, thank you, son. I appreciate that. Uh, and then the, the review continues. Uh, that is exactly what I think, too. I have learned a lot as a new runner. Well, thank you, E. Susan. I uh, really appreciate the review. And uh, hopefully, I can continue to uh, teach you a few things or at least share share something of, of use and value to both you and your son. So thank you for that review. Uh, and then from uh, LRB917, a bunch of numbers. Um, it says, best running podcast, hands down. Love this podcast. Great interviews and content. Denny's passion for running and his listeners shines through. He's super inclusive with his content. And whether you're brand new to running or a seasoned pro, he's got great info and nuggets for you. Highly recommend. Well, thank you, LRB. I, I, I appreciate that. I uh, appreciate the kind words and, uh, you know, appreciate you listening, certainly, uh, and leaving the review and, and to everybody, you know, if you're, if you're hearing this, thank you for, for listening. Uh, I hope that your experience with the show is, uh, similarly positive. Um, and if it's not, that's cool. I mean, I, I don't, I don't pretend that this show is necessarily for everybody. Um, I, I hope it's for a lot of folks within the running community. But if it's not your cup of tea, there's there's other shows out there. But uh, one way or the other, if you would be so inclined to leave a review, positive or negative, although of course the positive ones, you know, are nice to a little bit nicer to read. But constructive criticism and, and feedback is always appreciated as well. Um, you can do that any channel by, by letting me know, tweets, emails, things like that. And obviously, you can head over to iTunes or Stitcher or Google Play as well and leave your reviews there. Uh, and thank you to everybody who has done so in the past and everyone who will do so in the future. Certainly appreciate hearing what you think about the show. Um, so with that, We'll go ahead and dive in now to today's episode of the show. Hey guys, uh, today I'm catching up with a woman that was uh, on the show way back in the day, like uh, as in 550 plus episodes ago. Uh, in the almost three and a half years since we had our first chat on the show, obviously a few things have changed because, you know, life, uh, th things tend to change over three and a half years. Um, that's been an impact, you know, that's changed in running, changed in life, changed in, in all kinds of things. Uh, but one thing that hasn't changed, at least completely, is her podcast. The uh, Running Lifestyle Show was launched back in 2014, right about the same time that our that, that this show was was launched. We kind of right in the same same window just about. Uh, and obviously, just like this show, it's grown and it's changed and evolved a little bit along the way, but it is still going strong, which uh, not a whole lot of podcasts that you're going to find out there that are still going four years, almost four years later now. Can you believe it? But uh, anyway, I'm looking forward to today to uh, catching up a little bit over the next few miles with none other than Miss Carrie Gormley. So welcome back to the show, Carrie. Glad to uh, connect and actually record it this time. We've, talk we've talked several times between, but uh, not record them. So glad to uh, have you back on the show. Oh, I'm, I'm so excited to be here and to uh, hang out with you. And I know we have a lot of stories because we've met up offline a, a number of times. So 
Thank you, Denny, for uh, for inviting me back. Yeah, the the pleasure is certainly mine. And uh, guys, if you haven't checked out Carrie and her show and all of those all of the things going on in her life, uh, head over to therunninglifestyle.com is the website. On the Twitters and Instagrams, if you want to follow her on social media, it's at Carrie Gormley. That's K A R I G O R M L E Y. And on the Facebook, you can follow the page there at uh, the Running Lifestyle. Just search for that and the show page. Uh, and if you want to go back and listen to uh, the archives, we were episode twenty six. So that's disruns.com slash zero. Two, six, and probably not the best episode to recommend to people that don't know the show because I was boring as hell back <laughs> back then. <laughs> no. Mr. Mr. Monotone City. Carrie was good, of course. You can you just no, fast no. forward through my stuff, but uh, whew, it's we've come a long way. But uh, if you want to check out the show notes for this episode, disruns.com slash 579 is the link that will take you right there. So Carrie, uh, you know, like I said in the intro, things change and, and adapt and adjust and grow and evolve as, as we go. But uh, one thing for this show that is still the same, 500 and whatever we are, 79 episodes later is the inter... inter- is the introductory question. So I'm still going to ask the same question I asked you back uh, three and a half years ago and see if your answer has changed or if it's still the same. And it's just to, uh, to simply ask, what is your favorite distance to race and why? Oh my gosh. Um, to race. It's been such a long time since I've done a race. You know what? It would be the 5k. Okay. Yeah. Elaborate, as a please. six, yeah, as a six time <laughs> marathoner, I'm telling you the 5k. And, uh, the reason why is, I overdid it with running. Uh, I actually really come to the realization that I was abusing my body. And a marathon is so much. And also, based on my times, I'm a much better half marathoner. You know, those, uh, those little calculators that say, okay, if you run a half, a marathon, half marathon at X pace, you should finish a full marathon X. And I'm not even close mm-hmm. to that. And the reason why I like a 5K is because you don't have to train that much. If you have a base mm-hmm. or you've done these long distances and you get in, you get out. And uh, that's, yeah, a lot's happened since when we talked September 2014. And FYI, I'll figure out the episode number, but Denny, my brother, you have come back a second time. And it was, as I was saying to you offline here, it was a very popular episode. Mm -hmm. So I'll get that number and you can uh, share it at the end. It It was about running myths and it was very popular. Yeah, I've I've been on on your show a couple times, um, but uh, haven't been haven't had you back here. So yeah, if you want to check out. Some oh, I'm other... sorry. So you're saying yeah? So you're saying I was on 26. On yeah, episode 26 of my show. Oh, I was thinking you were saying my show. Okay, you've been on twice. So yeah, yeah, yeah. of my show, I'll give you the links. Yeah, and guys, if you want to check those out, we'll make sure to throw those up in the show notes as well. You can go uh, go back and find uh, find it. the tables turned and Carrie grilling me a little bit. Um, and spoiler alert, there might be another one of those coming real soon to a, yes. to a running yes. lifestyle podcast near you. But, uh, but anyway, back to, back to, uh, you know, the, the distances and, and racing and, and as per usual with that, that first question, it gives me a lot of angles and areas that I can go down and have to pick one and, and choose from. But, uh, you said you haven't done much racing in a while. Uh, and when we were talking before, which again, three years ago, three plus years, three and a half years ago, almost. So it's, it's been, it's been a minute, you know, you were still you were preparing for, I believe, a Chicago marathon. You'd run some races since then. Um, and now, maybe not so much the case. So why, why uh, not that there's anything wrong with running and not racing, of course. <laughs> not, you know, don't mean to, to you know, insinuate that, but uh, why not so much racing anymore for you? Yeah, it just kind of lost its charm. Just to, to go back, back in the day, I had um, actually sprained my toe in August of 2014. And at that point, I had gotten up to about 14 miles as a long run in the Chicago Marathon is the second weekend in October. And a month before, I thought, you know what, I think I can do this. And that was going to be my, it was my third marathon. And so I just kind of won it. And someone said, well, why don't you do the Galloway method? I'm like, what's that all about? And I did a run to walk one mile. And I started that around the half marathon point. And what I did to get out of that loser brain of, oh my gosh, that fight or flight brain of, this is terrible, I'm not going to finish, blah, 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 fill in the blank, is I had little notes from friends that said, like, you can do it. And so every every minute, then I would pull out a new quote and be like, oh, that's so sweet. And then when it became time to run again, I'd like put it on my, my chest and like give that person love and, and go on. And I finished the Chicago Marathon. I didn't and the next day, I didn't have that immense pain like you do at least the first marathon. It's like, you know what? Maybe I don't need to train that much. And so then I thought, okay, 
I want to run the Big Daddy, the New York City Marathon. And I live in Wilmington, Delaware, so it's just a couple hours away. And like most people, you don't get in. So it's, okay, I'm going to have to get a, uh, a fundraising. I'm going to have to fundraise. I did try the media route. And yeah, my podcast did not qualify <laughs> as media to get one. So what I did actually is I had... Um, Dean Carnassus had really been a catalyst for me to get going. I had an introduction early on and he's like, yeah, I'll come in your podcast. And it's like, well, I haven't quite started it, but I'm like, wow, I have a caliber of this guest, guest, like get your rear gear carry and get going. And long story short, I partnered with him in a charity he was running for called, um, Gosh, my gosh, action, um, action, healthy kids. And what they do is they provide kids who are like on, um, have get free lunch and things like that and action for healthy kids excuse me that's what it was and so what happened was they said great we'll have you for new york and they're like yeah and we do things for chicago and i'm like no no no, i'm just gonna run new york and i loved the chicago i mean loved the chicago marathon and the registered dietitian on the podcast Sri marie rd said let's do both I'm like, yay. And, uh, and I had, you know, after the Chicago Marathon, Serena interviewed me for almost two hours. I was gushing about how wonderful it was and all these stories on the course. And what ended up happening was really neat is that six uh, listeners actually ran the Chicago or New York City Marathon with us and raised money for the charity. And so we ended up raising over $22,000. And yes, so you can imagine Action for Healthy Kids was saying like, let's do this next year. And I'm like, I don't think so, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you remember that from, uh, to, what was it, Tool Time? Remember that show? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so any, any, anyway, and while this was happening, someone had introduced that we were training for the two marathons. Someone had introduced me to uh, some people over at Gore, Gore's headquarters just outside of Philly, and they sponsor, at least at the time, they sponsored the Philadelphia Marathon. And they said, hey, why don't you try some of these products? And by the way, here's a bit for the half or the full. Wow. So like, well, if we're doing two... You might know, as well do three. Might as well do three, become a marathon maniac, which is, you know, just a club of people who, you know, do two marathons in two weeks or three marathons in 90, day, 90 days. And then I thought, well, I'll get Jeff Galloway as my coach because I used his method mm-hmm. anyway for Chicago, the first Chicago. And then I also worked with um, Elliptigo and used their Elliptigo, which are really popular with elites and, and also everyday runners. And I did end up getting injured. Shocker here. (laughs) And, and I knew this all along and it was, it was way too much. And I was having the same injuries and my PT who knows me very well and even cheered me on at my second marathon, which was in Philly (laughs) said, Carrie, stop doing things to your podcast and listen to your body. Mm. Wow. That's that's kind of a good one right there. Listening to listening to the body, but but you know you you get caught up in. I mean, I'm guilty. You get caught up in the show, and and you got yeah. guests that want to do so, or uh, you know, listeners that are, are lining up to do stuff with you. You want you, you want to do it, um, and yeah, you you kind of felt the consequences. Literally did, and then also from a mental space too, it was it was too much, and it it really provided an amazing space to take a step back and say. Okay, I need to strength train. My coach was not a fan of strength training, which just didn't jive with everything I had learned. Mm-hmm. And but I also could have done it on my own. So, you know, everyone is in charge of their own body and they do what's right. And I know that's something you definitely promote. And I definitely read that in your um your book, Race Day Ready. That is the correct name, right, Denny? Race Be Day ready. ready. Be ready. Be ready. On race day. Be ready on race day. Sorry about that. <laughs> Yes. And, you never have to apologize for plugging my book on my show. You can, you know, okay. Even if you get it wrong, we'll, we'll still we'll get, we'll get it right in the end. Which is so good. I mean, Denny, yeah, first things first, Denny, you're not a douche. So um, if, <laughs> do you want to explain? Uh, sorry. I, do you want to explain why you say you're not a douche? Because I, I your book is very much like you're, you're running with Denny, which we've run together. Um, yes. I just, it cracks me up knowing you. See, I'm not. I'm not exactly sure where you're going with this. Like, oh. uh, you're catching me off because I just posted something that uh, as we're recording this, I'm going to have an episode of the podcast tomorrow, uh, which will obviously be out before 
this airs, but uh, that is titled Don't Be a Douche. And I just posted that. So I don't know oh. if you're talking about that or if it's oh. something from the book. Like, I don't know. There's so many things no, going no, on. No, no, no. Yes. So what, where I'm coming from here, and this is such a classic example, like to explain <laughs> what you're thinking, because we're all thinking different things. And mm-hmm. so it's like, you know, I'm curious, what do you mean by that? So in the beginning of your book, you're, you said, Hey, you know, I look, I'm not an R register. What is it? Running register. RCA, right. Yes. And and you're like, okay, they go for a weekend. I did this for six years, graduate school. I'm Mm -hmm. qualified. And you're like, I don't mean to be a douche. I'm like, no, you're not being a (laughs) douche, Jenny. Come on, own it, baby. And um, yeah, so the reason where I was going with this is that I was doing too much. And the whole point of the the Running Lifestyle Show, (laughs) the tagline is creating a way, a life for the long run. And so it's definitely evolved. After that, I never really raced again. And I've done some 5Ks, but it's more so for the experience. I did do, and actually, once again, don't do things to your podcast. I ran a 10K, gosh, that would have been, yeah, 2016. And I had no business running it. My P, a different PT said, Carrie, don't run it. I'm like, you don't understand I had to call in some favors to get a bib for this 10K. Mm-hmm. And like politically, I need to get my <laughs> rear gear and get there. And sure enough, you know, Monday I'm in there crying with the PT. And I'm like, what? Once again, what am I doing? And so actually it really was a catalyst to go on this journey of what's going on? I mean, I know I feel really good when I run, but why do I push it? And why do I feel like I need to be this person for my podcast? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, as, as you know, we're like it ca- takes a lot of time and money to put this out, and we're not paid directly. So it's like, well, wait a minute, like why am I doing this? And I and I invite the listeners say, why do you do certain things? And to get really real with yourself and like to sit with those emotions. So I actually got uh, got on this journey of understanding why I was doing this, and through positive psychology, which. I know we're really going on a tangent here, but I want to explain the definition because as we heard, like we don't know what each other's thinking sometimes, mm-hmm. is so positive psychology became this movement in the end of the 90s. And what psychology was here in the US traditionally since World War II was we got to help people who are south of neutral. Like they need help and absolutely. And we kind of forgot about, okay, but what about the people at neutral? And how do we get them from neutral to flourishing? And what happened was a, a famous... Uh, a psychologist here in the Philadelphia area at UPenn, Marty Seligman, Dr. Marty Sel- Martin Seligman, to be formal, uh, he had done a lot of research on learned helplessness. And he said, you know what, we can do better. And this movement started in its, its scientific study. It's not like this is self-help. Some of the stuff there, you may recognize this, but this, this is a science. It's based on em- empirical research. And it's all around basically other people matter. And how do you interact with them? And and really what's been a guiding light for me is we think, oh, my gosh, you know, cardio diseases, you know, is 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 the worst thing. And they're showing through research. uh, The longest running research on longevity is through Harvard, is that the number one indicator for longevity. It's not how healthy is your heart. It's the quality of your relationships. Wow. Yeah. So it's kind of like, yeah, this is all great. But like, why am I pushing? And I think when you talk to someone and maybe six months later, a year later, like, tell me about that marathon you ran or that that distance. And a lot of times I think they're going to say they're going to talk about the training and maybe the relationships they developed. Yes. Crossing that finish line. I'll never forget. And I'll never forget for all six. Mm -hmm. And it's really looking at it. I look at it as, okay. What type of relationships did I develop? What did I learn about myself? And how is that a catalyst to take on other challenges I wouldn't have done? And that's how like running has been, I would say for the past almost 20 years. Once I started running, I was like, oh my gosh, if I can do this, what else can I do? And to think too, okay, but if I'm abusing my body, and I do mean abuse, mm-hmm. How can I shift that where I'm I'm treating my my body as something I'm going to have the rest of my life, and so it's been a very different journey. I don't know. Is that something you get a, you hear a lot, Denny, where people are like, "I can do it," and then it's like, "Okay, but at what cost?" A little bit sometimes. Uh, I, I think that uh, in in most cases, when I've had those those conversations, whether it's on the show, whether it's with clients, whatever the case might be, it tends to be more shorter term focus. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna do it, and then I you know I, I kill myself to train for whatever X Y Z race and and try to hit certain time goals, 
and then you know there's an injury that that crops up because of it or yeah. you know it, it isn't running ceases to be fun for a little while because you're so yeah. focused on the goal and if you come up short then it's why why did i waste my time why did i waste the last yes. five months training for this um so there's there's some of that um and, and with you know kind of shifting shifting slightly uh back to something you said a minute ago the idea of our relationships and the the friendships and and things like that 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 matter as much or more to our health than any of the biomarkers and tests and things like that um that leads me to assume, and you know what happens when you start making assumptions, but uh, <laughs> it, it leads me to assume that maybe for you now is running more about that, more social. Do, do you do you do a lot of group runs, runs with girlfriends, things like that to, to build those social ties and, and worry less about the running and performance side of it or the racing and performance side? Yeah, you know, it's such a great question. And one would, like you said, assume that that's what it would be. But how running is, and, and side note here is right now I'm recovering from a concussion I incurred a month ago in doing like eye therapy and it's amazing how really once you have a really forced time out what you look at but what happened with me is I became all about making my body stronger and so I've always been a group fitness type of person and I basically was at the center called Empowered Yoga where they have yoga and then they also have something called Balanced Athlete which is kind of sort of like CrossFit. I did CrossFit in the very early days I want to say 10 years ago, the big difference between balanced athlete is one we're in our bare feet, which of course is great. And I know you're, are you, are you still an ambassador for ultra? Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of times shoes are just big casts and the more (laughs) millimeters you have, the bigger the casts and orthotics and the whole bit. Mm -hmm. So we're in our bare feet and it's not about get a hundred pushups. I'm not saying this is all CrossFit, but I know quantity can be a really big thing for them. And if you can't do 100 push-ups in one go, I don't know what your problem is, but break (laughs) it up. Meanwhile, everyone's waiting for you. For me, that was a disaster. So they don't do this. Um, So for me, running was, okay, if I can't get in a class, I'm going to go out for a run. So we're talking like bare minimum running because it's, yeah, and, and I would, you know what I would say? I would go out with a friend maybe once a month. It's it's that low mm. because I just found it's healthier for my body to be focusing on yoga, which is a whole mind, body, spirit, and then being stronger. And mm. for me, that's the t- that's fun. And my, one of my favorite places to run is actually on vacation. Mm. Uh, it's really great. I've had some really tough runs, actually, when it's so hot. It's a big reminder. <laughs> And um, also when it is with a friend, once in a while, I will run with a listener of the show who's become a friend naturally because it feels like anyone who listens to the podcast is like a fellow, you know, fellow runner friend. So it's very, gosh, very limited. I'm probably the the runner on your podcast who's like currently running the least. And I can't even run right now because of the impact. Mm -hmm. But before, yeah. (laughs) No, it's, 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 it's. I think that that we lose sight sometimes, especially those of us that have those goals and ambitions of of PRs, Boston Boston time, whatever the case might yeah. be. That uh, you know, it, it's we we can get so focused on that that we that we lose sight of the greater good. And um, you know, it's 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 a shame when it takes an injury or when it takes uh, something kind of outside of our control to force us to snap back into reality and back off a little bit or back off a lot of bit, depending on, on, you know, each individual and, and the situation, um, to kind of recenter and refocus on, yeah. you know, it's not that it's a bad thing to have those goals and those ambitions, but like that shouldn't be the only reason, you know, it, it, we, we should be running because we enjoy it because it's our time to be by ourselves. It's our time to be with other people, like whatever it is and, and yeah. let those goals be part of that, but not be the, the sole focus. Um, and it's just, it's, you know, it's one of those things that's easy to say, but I, you know, I'm speaking, you know, being a little bit hypocrite here, like it's tough. It's, it can be tough to do. Like I can say that, but I, yeah. I'd be lying if I said that I didn't have Absolutely. still goals that, uh, you know, are still out there and still working towards. And, and, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, at least one eye's focused on that while one eye's focused on keeping it fun at the same time, which, you know, splitting your focus like that doesn't always, uh, isn't always the best thing either. It's. It's so easy to do. I'll never forget when I really started running, which was in 2011. 
And I said, this is the year I'm going to run a half marathon. And this was when I was a facilitator for Weight Watchers. Another thing, too, that gave me so much confidence is as I was losing weight, I was like, wow, if I can do this, what else can I do? And this um, member said, well, why don't you run this race in March? Then you've achieved your goal. I'm like, okay. Well, it went well. And I'm like, whoa, six weeks later, it's another half marathon. Of course I'll do it. And then I ran with someone. I ran with someone and I ran 14 minutes faster. Mm. And then it's like, well, okay, well, oh my gosh, maybe I should do it. Maybe I should run a marathon. Mm -hmm. And then um, in the fall, I had a half marathon and then I was going for a PR in one and I did PR and to this day, my, my fastest. But I'll never forget, it was in Staten Island and being on the subway later and just dire pain and then trying to go out for a long run the following week. And I just had to stop. Mm -hmm. I had to stop. And it was in the middle of, I I don't want to say nowhere, but I literally walked. I mean, this is really big picture here. I didn't have a phone on me. And I was with some women, but they didn't have a phone. I don't know. But long story short, I had to walk to the Ronald McDonald house to use their phone to ask my husband to come pick me up. I mean, seriously. <laughs> so I'm freaking out because I'm not going to be able to run this Philadelphia marathon and I'm calling from Ronald McDonald House. Um, but that didn't stop me because, you know, progress equals happiness. And the beauty of running here in these races is, I think, especially with marathons, and I'm so in awe of you and so proud of you that you it, a lot of times it's like, oh, I want to run a marathon. Oh, I want to write a book. And it's incredible. And no one can ever take it away from you. And it's it's how you use it and what your priorities are at the time. Um, so it's just, you know, it, I think a, a big thing, too, is I'm, I'm, a, I'm a resilience coach is to ask yourself, like, OK, why do I want this goal? And then to say from there, OK, why do I wish for this? And then what's the outcome going to be? And then also figure out what are the obstacles that are going to come in the way and then have a plan. And I think you do a really great job in your book, Be Ready on Race Day. There you go. (laughs) Yeah, wrote it down here Um, to to really say life's going to happen and and why are you doing this? Because I I hear you. It's it's tough. I have a a really dear friend and he was really going for breaking three hours in in a marathon. And he he got a 302. And I was like, oh, my gosh, he's going to be crushed. And he wasn't at all. He's like. It was, you know, these stories and it was amazing. So, but each, you know, everyone to their own. I, and why I'm so passionate about this, Denny, is because I had postpartum depression and I had a couple of bouts of depression. Of course, depression is when you look at the past and you feel sad about something. And anxiety is when you're worried about the future. And I had a bout of depression a year after completing those three marathons because I was injured. I wasn't running three marathons in six weeks. You know, oh, my gosh. And a big catalyst for that is I wasn't sleeping well and I wasn't exercising well. I wasn't eating well. And all those things go together. And it's really learning from those things of, okay, what do I want? And I can tell you, as a runner, I want to be in my 70s or my 80s. And someone says, hey, there's this 5K it benefits this charity. I know that's something you're passionate about, and I want to be able to go and run or walk it. Mm-hmm. And the pace I was going right now, that, that I, I believe in my in my in my bones, that would not happen. And and that's why it's like I, I think it's really beautiful that us as runners that we tend to be goal oriented people, and then when we become racers, a lot of times it's more than just finishing it, mm-hmm. and it's stepping back and really saying, okay. Can I measure progress in a different way? Because like I said, a lot of times progress equals happiness. Right, right. All that, all that being said, and, and I, that's probably not the right way to lead into this, but you know, I'm not going to go back and edit it. So it is what it is at this point. <laughs> um, and, and understanding that it's, obvi- it's obviously impossible to predict the future. Do you see yourself ever running a longer distance race again? Or is that just kind of a chapter that's that's again, never know what life might happen, but yeah. for the most like, likely scenario, probably closed for you. Yeah, that's a really great question. Um, I'm laughing because on episode 26, I shared with you that the Chicago marathon was probably <laughs> going to be my last right, marathon right. and that was my third and I've done six. 
Um, you know, I don't know a real catalyst. And it's amazing how you learn from your guests. I had um, after actually, you know, after I completed the six one, I was like, now I want to run Boston and maybe I can get a bid without fundraising. Didn't happen, but didn't happen <laughs> for a reason. <laughs> then reason. And then I was like, you know, I want to run the Paris Marathon because Paris is my favorite city in the world. And I just love Paris. I'm like, oh, it's, you know, sightseeing on your feet is one long, big road trip on your feet. And this guest, Margaret Webb, who's written a beautiful book called, I think it's like Older, Faster, Smarter, or something about older and faster. And she said, Carrie, you you know you can run in Paris without doing a marathon. (laughs) (laughs) You know, yeah, good point. She's like, you know, I've been to Paris for the marathon as, you know, support team. And, you know, I run a 5K and I'm done. And and it's like, you know, that's a really good point. Um, so when I talk about, when you say distance, what, what type of distance are you talking about? I don't know. I mean, half marathon ish longer. I mean, it's, you know, just like, like we said, or like you said earlier, you know, the 10 K that you, that you tried to run not too long, or at least whatever the most recent one where you weren't ready for it, you know, so maybe that's the distance and and maybe 5 K is just where you like to be. I, I, you know, I, I, I don't know, but just, just throwing something out there and seeing if it's something you've thought about or just take it one day at a time or, or however that, that works for you. I guess because right now I'm overcoming a concussion and I'm like doing eye therapy and we talk about endurance for my eyes. <laughs> the idea of endurance for running is, is still a little bit foreign or too, too far. Yeah, out there right yeah. Now. yeah, like Denny, I'm trying to be able to read, you know, more than two hours a day and I'm hoping to be able to do back to back interviews. Like the goal was for me to now interview you for this podcast because I believe our episodes are going to come out on Thursday, June 7th on the Rain Lifestyle Show. And then I think you said Wednesday the 6th or Friday the yeah, 8th. Basically back to back. Back to back. And we can't like we have to record tomorrow because I don't have the endurance. So it's it's hard to imagine that next race. But you know what I really would like to do now that you mention it. Gosh, you're giving me this. um, And this is really good, too, because sometimes you're like, oh, my gosh, this is going on. But, you know, think about something in the future that seems realistic is. Yeah, if there was some type of 5K in Paris where they do the highlights, mm-hmm. bam, I'll have to look into that there because that seems, yeah, there we go. And that will be a smaller recovery. But, you know, what happened was when I was training so much is I had a lot of pain in my right hip. And I'm a real, I like to put my weight on, on one side mm-hmm. and I like to sleep on my side with my knees up. That's not helping. <laughs> and so and so I was in a lot of pain just doing everyday thing. I mean, there's one thing about being sore, like you lift it a lot. There's another thing with constant pain. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, maybe I, have a, I can see this now um, doing all this. So I did an intensive program, positive psychology. It's like one step away from getting a master's. It was a 240 hour program. And then I've done additional programs around, around flourishing and resilience. And so that's why I'm getting kind of psychology here on you, um, which I don't I don't think I gave you a heads up on that. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's why I'm so passionate about this of, you know, how can I incorporate vita- vitality into my life and, you know, figuring out what comes. But yeah, 5K in Paris, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah. I'll have to check out. Yeah, definitely. So shifting gears uh, a little bit. Um again, kind of playing the catch-up game and how things have, have changed and evolved. You know, obviously, just spent the last, whatever it's been, 25 minutes talking about how running has kind of changed and evolved for you in the last three and a half years. Um, how about the podcast as well? Because I, I know it has a little bit, um, but I mean, when you started it, you know, you were, you, it was it was pretty running-centric. Like that was, you know, yes. thing that you were still doing a lot of, obviously, you know, what we were yeah. talking about, training for Chicago, running the three marathons, back to back to back. Um, and now that running is still part of your life, but it's not, nearly the same as it was when the show started. Um, how has the show changed and, and evolved along along with your running changing and evolving? Yeah, that's a fantastic question. Well, on the podcast, I still have at the end, we call our our friend and go-to real food dietitian, Serena Marie RD. So Serena, um, she's actually a millennial and she's a Boston qualifier. She's done marathons. And she, she kind of has a similar attitude towards me where – She'll, she just ran a half marathon, but she gets injured a lot. And so it's, it's just like, here we go again. You know, it's like one of us has an injury. And so what we really, a lot of times what I've been focusing on is I have a book club and a lot of times it's really around mindset and also bringing in some tools that 
are, are scientifically proven to, to make us happier. Now, I, I want to really clarify that p- the positive psychology movement, which is the idea is that people are flourishing, uh, that 50% of the world population is flourishing by 2050. And when I say flourishing, what that based on is based on is like there are it's around positivity and how they engage with people and in their relationships and this whole idea that other people matter. In fact, hashtag other people matter came out in like 2004. So, um, mean that everyone matters. And I, and this was done by one of the leading uh, psychologists in Chris Peterson, who's since passed, but is how, you know, how are these relationships? And it goes into meaning and meaning can be meaning and or purpose. They don't want to change it. It's an, um, the, the when you look at the first letters, it's it's perma. But if they had it as purpose, purpose, it'd be purpa, which kind of sounds like an STD or something. So it's around meaning and then achievement. How do you go around a goal? And they're looking at adding vitality because, I mean, if we're not feeling well, it's hard to interact in our best way. And you know, I could go off about the gut brain. Um, what's going on? That most of our serotonin is in our gut versus our brain, and. So because of all this and my passion for wanting to know, like, what's going on here? Why? Why have I had a couple of episodes of depression? Like, I'm a generally positive, energetic person. I mean, energy is a word I hear all the time from people is what's going on. So it's really allowing my curiosity to go and to talk to experts and to talk with authors about, you know, how do you really balance running or your fitness with the rest of of your life and it's kind of been it's been the greatest thing and I wonder I'm curious maybe we'll talk more about in my podcast of how by having a podcast the amazing ability to connect with so many people and to share like the word of the lord not not for not as a religious (laughs) podcast but to share um to share their their interest because when I when I think about vitality it's not constantly being in pain because of something I'm choosing to do. Mm-hmm. So how much of your show these days would you say is focused on running, even loosely focused? Is it, is yeah. it mostly half, minimally, once in a while? It depends on, depends on the guest. <laughs> So yeah, great point. So usually the guest, uh, we will definitely talk about running. The the guest is an is an authority. I wouldn't say an expert necessarily, an authority on something, and then we'll talk about what their running looks like or has looked like in the past, or why they wish they could be a runner. And it's really around how do you really maximize your time for what you like really you not what you think you should do not keeping up with the joneses but what you really want to do like to honor yourself um i think it's really easy especially like i hear this from my listeners to listeners is like they maybe feel guilty when they go for a run or they should be doing this or they should be running that distance or why is this happening it's saying okay time out like at the end of the podcast um, I'll say, you know, remember, honor yourself because you are the most important person you know. So I, I, it's it's a combination of mindset is a combination of running and then having Serena on is a wealth of information and nutrition. And and I mean, every runner eats, everyone eats. So there's a lot of interest in that. And we'll go into to nutrition for runners also. Uh, so I'd say when you factor in mindset, factor in the guests who's a runner or wishes they were a runner <laughs> and then you take in the nutrition. Yeah. I'd say, yeah, we're, we're hovering around 33%. Okay. Okay. Which is, which is good because I mean, you know, if, if we, if we're thinking about it, you know, like, like you said, we all have to eat, we all have, and we're all just people. We all, we're all, you know, have, have jobs or have vocations or have kids or have spouse, like whatever it is, like, yeah. like as much as we are runners, like if you just worry about the running side of your life, you're going to be, unbalanced and it's not going to be a good, you know, it, it's, you're going to be asking for trouble at some point down the road. So it's, it's, uh, it's not, you know, it's not a bad thing to re- recognize that and talk about some things beyond just running once in a while, which is why I don't mind going off on a tangent and talking about <laughs> things beyond just running once in a while, because, you know, like I'm talking to you, the person, not just you, the runner. So, you know, if, if it's, if we talk about running mostly great. And if not, Hey, there's, there's other things going on in all of our lives. So it's, it's, it's still something I think that most of the time, hopefully, we can all learn a little something from and, and be reminded that, yeah, like my running's important to me, but so is my mental yeah. health. So are my relationships. So are my kids. So are my, my, empl- my, my work. My, all of the other components of our life matter as well. 
Absolutely. And I don't know if we're going to tell this story here on my podcast, but when I was training for those three marathons, I actually, um, Jeff Galloway's method is that you go past your distance. (laughs) So you don't do, and you talk about this in your book, but you know, for like a marathon, a lot of times you go up to 20 miles and he's like, no, no, I want you to run a 28. I'm like, no, like I've done three marathons. I know I can do it. My body knows it. Mentally, I know it. And we negotiated. And long story short, I I don't I think it was a 26 miler that I did at Disney World in August. Mm-hmm. And I started at two in the morning and a dear listener who turned dear friend came out to run with me from two to four. And then our good friend, Denny Crahey, <laughs> author of Be Ready on Race Day, um, came and ran. What was it like two hours with me two now? Something like that. Yeah. I, I remember we, we, uh, knocked out, knocked out a, a few miles together yeah. for sure. And, and the interesting thing is we walked, ran it and it's, it's actually, it's, it's, it's tragic is that this was in August of 2015. And when Tracy and I were running, she said, do you hear that noise? I'm like, yeah, what is that? And she said, well, those are, is it alligators or crocodiles? Alligators. Alligators. Yeah. alligators. I'm like, Oh my God. And I'm like freaking out. And she was like, you know, if it goes after you, I'll hit it with my water bottle. And <laughs> like, great plan, Tracy. And then when we met met up with you, Tracy, and you were like, yeah, she's afraid, you know, it's, you know, whatever. And you're like, I don't recommend the Galloway method if you need to run <laughs> Shut up, Denny. Yeah, if, if the and, gator's chasing you, don't stop to walk just because your watch beeps. Like, you know, pro, pro tip, exactly. keep, keep running. Keep running. So, you you know, the beauty of running is when you're running with for such a long distance, like no one can ever take that away. Like that was so crazy us running together and running with Tracy and and um, you do. And that's what I mean. Like that was kind of crazy to say on a Saturday morning from two until I think I ran until eight o'clock running. And then, you know, I had to take a nap. It just. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it kind of it was it was long, but I got through it and that was much more appealing to run 26 miles around Disney World with a couple of Floridians than to run 26 miles around Wilmington, Delaware. Yeah, running running uh, 26 miles in your in your home. T- <laughs> I mean, it's just like I, I am kind of the same way in that I, if I have a long run, I'd rather go somewhere than to run the yes. same place I always run by myself. And if I can pick yeah. up a few a few people to talk to and run with along the way, it's it's even better. But it's just something something different as opposed to oh yeah, here's the same route that I always run my you know whatever training runs on, and now I'm gonna do it for five <laughs> hours worth um, because I don't have any better place to go. Like that's that makes that makes a, a 26 miler even uh, even longer <laughs> if that's possible. And- you know, those conversations, I wonder if maybe the dear listener is thinking back to some of those long, long runs you've done with a friend where the saying of, you know, to make a long story short, and you're like, no, 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 we can have the long yeah. story. Like, <laughs> we, can, we can go all the way. Like a friend of mine told me all about, you know, her, the delivery of her first child because we had the time. You got time. You got nothing, nothing but time when you're, especially if it's early in the run still. We've, we've still got uh, a couple yes. hours here, Carrie. Let's, uh, yeah. you know. No, no need to, uh, to cut to the, cut to the chase at this point. Yeah. 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 Detail. Yeah. Little details are, are, are good. Like I can still picture us running around the Port Orleans hotel. And then what's that other one? Riverside. Yep. Yeah. Around and around. And uh, yeah. yeah, it was, it was a few laps and, uh, but it was a good time. It was a good time. It was. And you ran, walked, which you probably usually don't do. It's all good. It's all good. It, yeah. was, it was all about the company that day and, and uh, connecting a little bit and, yeah. um, you know, which is, which is one of the things I enjoy most about, about podcasting and, and just, you know, the people I've been able to meet, you know, that are listeners, that are guests, whatever the case might be. Um, and then, you know, when the opportunity presents to, to go watch them at, if they're coming down to run a Disney race or they're down here for, for visiting yeah. family or, or racing or whatever, um, and, or just on vacation and they want to have somebody come run with them at four o'clock in the morning, like whatever, I'll, I'll get up and, <laughs> And head over, you know, it's, it's an, it's a much easier drive at three 30 in the morning than it is, uh, you know, yeah. normal business hours. That's, that's, there you go. Sure. so you know, you're so positive. There we go. Find, find the, the bright side of everything. But, uh, anyway, as, as we're uh, kind of wrapping up here, Carrie, um, one thing that is new in my show that, that wasn't happening back in good old episode 26, uh, is the, the philosophical question at the end of the episode, which, uh, isn't that scary. It, sometimes it can sound a little scary, but, uh, it's kind of just like the open opening question where it's kind of a, something that's fairly simple and straightforward, but uh, very open-ended and give you a chance to kind of put the, put the, the stamp at the end of the episode. And this is where we'll kind of wrap up today. Um, I'd be curious, um, be, you know, as we've talked a lot about kind of the evolution and, and how, 
things change over time, both in running, both in podcasting, and, and obviously that can also correlate to anything else in in your life as as well. Um, I'd be I'd be curious to know as as we're wrapping up today, how has has finding maybe a better balance uh, with with your running and, and the other areas of your life um, improved you as a runner? So you know you've been able to balance again you know the the, the running for you as opposed to running for the podcast all the time. Um, how has that, that made you a better runner when you do go run now? It's, it's huge. It's now going for a run based on how much time I have, not based on pace. Mm. It's more enjoyable. It's more forgiving where I'm not pushing myself like I was before. It, it truly you know, it's brought me back to, I used to always say the gift of running. And I think it's really easy, especially for people who tend to be type A to really go for it, but at, at what cost? So it's really helped me put things into pers- perspective. And it's really been a catalyst for trying to go deeper into what drives people and why people do what they do. And to, to really have, I would say also, um, I would say it's it's kind of like having common ground. I feel with runners we're kindred spirits, so it it's 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 connecting with runners, and then also it's being able to I think talk about some things that are hard to to talk about normally. And so now it's just seen as if I go with a friend, it's catching up, and the expectation is, you know what, I haven't run in a while, so. Who knows what the pace is? You have to take this as this could be a walk. Like this is not you need to do a certain pace. It's more of, you know, what's really important. And and it's 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 really been a gift. I didn't mention my husband or son, but they um, you know, they were big supporters early days. Um, later on, there's only so many marathons and halves you can ask your family to go to. And and it's been fun to actually, you know what, my favorite run now is, 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 is to enjoy it where we do this run. It's a mile gingerbread man run in Western Virginia. And it's it's all about being with my husband and son and then being a proud mom, like watching him go faster and I can't keep up. Mm. So I would say it, it's really brought to me too, like what, uh, to recognizing that we're all leaders and how, how do I want to be a leader? Beautiful. As as per usual, I'm going to try to stay out of the way and, and just kind of let that set in a little bit. So uh, once again, guys, therunninglifestyle.com is the website. Uh, Running Lifestyle is obviously the, the title of the podcast as well. So whatever app you happen to be listening to this on, you can probably find her show there as well. Pretty much guarantee you can find it. iTunes, Stitcher, whatever. Whatever you listen to it on, just search for The Running Lifestyle and subscribe. And uh, once a week, usually on uh, Thursdays, right, Carrie? Well, actually, you know what? It's um, it's <laughs> it's gone to every other Thursday in the month of May. What I did is I did uh, short minute mini sewed Mondays in honor of mental health and talked mm-hmm. about a simple tool that anyone can do, runner or not. And the reason why I went to every other week was because I was in this very intensive program in positive psychology, and it just it wasn't it wasn't if I wanted to achieve the goals I wanted to podcasting every week would be too much. So the running lifestyle show went to every other week and, um, all is good. So usually on Thursdays, when you hear this in June, it will be every other Thursday, most likely. Gotcha. Well, and further example of how you just have to adapt and adjust and change and, and doesn't mean you can never change back either, you know, but it is where it is right now because that's what fits you best. So the running lifestyle.com on the Twitters, on the Instagrams at Carrie Gormley, again, K-A-R-I-G-O-R-M-L-E-Y. And uh, on the Facebook, just search for the running lifestyle. Dizruns.com slash 579 is the link for the show notes for today's episode. And we'll have everything linked up there as well. If you want to catch up with Carrie and, and drop her a note and see how she's doing. So with that, Carrie, thank you. For taking the time today. Thanks for uh, reconnecting after only, you know, only took me 550 episodes to bring you back on. I feel like I'm a, I'm a bad, uh, bad host no. at that point. Oh my Should've gosh. Been... No, this has been fun. <laughs> Denny, no. All righty. You're well, not a douche. I'm not a douche. That's, there, there's the soundbite for the, for the day. Um, but uh, thank you. Thanks again, Carrie. All the best. And uh, certainly looking forward to staying in touch in the future. Me too. Take care, my friend. All right, Guys, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode of the show. I hope you enjoyed this conversation between Carrie and myself. And as always, I'd be curious to know what stood out to you from this episode. What was something that uh, we talked about or a theme that we hinted at or anything in between that uh, 
that stood out to you, that stood out in your mind as you were listening to today's episode. Um, for me, it, it, it kind of, you know, encompasses the uh, entire entirety of the uh, couple years that it's been, or more than that now, gosh, three, three plus years that it's been since Carrie was first on the show. And that is the uh, idea that evolution in your running and, and shoot in your life is okay. It's okay. Um, I think that sometimes, and I'll, I'll speak for myself, but maybe this is something that you can resonate with as well. If you've been, if you've been in the sport for a while, you kind of, you know, have some, some ambitions, some goals, things like that. And that kind of becomes almost, you know, your identity. You know, how many times have I talked about my desire to qualify for Boston? And, and as such, sometimes I kind of feel like I need to keep working towards that. I need to, to make that happen as far as continuing to run and race marathons regularly, you know, trying to, to continue to proceed towards Boston. Now, I'm not switching my focus of, of no longer wanting to qualify for and run Boston. That's, that's certainly still up there. I mean, that's still the, the pinnacle of, of what I want to do as a runner, but a few years ago, that would have been like my sole focus. And now, eh, not so much. Uh, like I said, it's still something I want to do. Don't, don't misinterpret that, but you know, I'm, I'm enjoying the, uh, uh, the idea of dabbling into the, uh, the ultra scene to running more trails. Uh, I, you know, I, I get more excited for my clients and, and the athletes that I work with for their performance on race day than I do for my own. And, and, you know, try to worry more about figuring out what they need to do to help them be successful than worrying about micromanaging my own training. Um, and, and that's, that's been something that's, that's been a slow, but sure change over time. And, you know, the reason I bring this up is because maybe, maybe you find yourself in a similar boat where, you know, you've, you've been all in on marathons for a while or all in on half marathons for a while. And, and, you know, you almost maybe, maybe can get burnt out by it or, you know, just fatigued of the same challenge all the time. And, and, you know what? Shift your focus for a bit. Evolve a little bit as a runner. Go farther. Go shorter. Work on work on. Heaven forbid your five k time. Um, but but you know what I'm saying. Like, I think it's it's easy for us. And, and again, speaking specifically for me, it's easy for me to feel like I have to do something because I've made it a priority. I've made it as a, as a goal before. Um, and it's okay to evolve. You know, the show my show has evolved a bit. Uh, maybe not super drastically, but if you go back. Um, you know, even the, you know, I've talked about the quality getting better as, as we've gone along, but there's been some subtle, other subtle changes, some tweaks, some, some adjustments that you may or may not have noticed, but there's been an evolution. You know, Carrie's show has changed dramatically from when she first started doing, uh, two or three episodes a week to now doing one episode a week, but it's much longer. It's kind of, you know, kind of combining those three episodes into, into one longer episode, but that's been something that she's done and her running has, has of course changed and evolved as well. And that's okay. That's okay. We, we, you know, as our lives change, as, as, as different demands are placed upon us, as different interests peak, you know, are, are, are peaked in our mind, it's okay for running to change as well. So all, all that to say, and maybe a, a little bit longer takeaway than usual, um, if, if it's time for changing things up a little bit, I think that's okay. It's something that I've done. And uh, I, I would just encourage you to, to you know, if, if that's something that you're wrestling with of changing your focus or or you know, not running a certain distance for a while, or, or maybe not running even at all for a little while. That's okay. That's okay. Evolution is part of life. Uh, and, and it's not a bad thing when it comes to, uh, our running quote unquote careers as it were. So anyway, that was my takeaway. What about you? Let me know. Shoot me a tweet at Dizruns. Shoot me an email, Dizruns at gmail.com. And as always, you can head over to show notes for this episode or any episode and leave your thoughts, feedbacks, and takeaways there as well. Uh, and once again, Dizruns.com slash 579 is the link to the show notes for today's episode. Thanks again to Carrie for taking the time for, for chatting with us today. And thanks again to E. Susan and LRB uh, for, for navigating through the Apple, whatever it is, the, 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 uh, pain in the took us that it can be to leave a review really appreciate hearing you guys you know your, your thoughts and uh, everybody else if you if you leave if you have a few minutes because that's how long it takes at least to make it happen would appreciate hearing your thoughts and takeaways and or thoughts and, and uh, opinions on the show as well so uh once again thank you guys so much for listening I, I certainly appreciate that and even if you can't leave a review the fact that you're listening means uh means as much or more than uh, anything else so thank you for doing that thanks for sharing the show uh, we're continuing to grow and it's all because of you uh you know talking to others about it sharing the show posting about it blogging about it mentioning it here there and everywhere i i can't express enough how much i appreciate that so thank you thank you thank you and uh at this point let's let's put a bow on this thing so thank you guys for listening hope you have a great rest of your day and uh, until next time please be well take good care happy running 
and we'll talk soon. See you guys. <laughs>